Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and this is actually number 50, Jonathan. Yeah, I feel like there should be, like, uh, balloons and stuff going off, like, like, you know, yeah, the celebration know. sounds. <laughs> Thank- thankfully, neither one of us are actually 50, but our... <laughs> But our podcast is, and that's a good thing. You know, it's weird. My wife always makes fun of me, like, for the longest time, even, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, like, even longer, 15 years ago, I was, I always tell her, I can't wait to be 50. Like, I have no idea why I just want to be 50 for some reason. I I have no clue why that is, but just something in me is looking forward to turning 50. Well, I'll tell you this. I love my life, and I love my age, and I'm in my 40s, as you know. And I'm a lot closer to 50 than you by a lot. <laughs> but, but the only advantage of turning 50 is you get to be an AARP. There you go. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I'm looking forward to that. I have no, I have no idea. Yeah. My wife's like, why do you want to be older? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I'm, I'll be wise or something by that point. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I, I've loved every decade of my life so far. So the next one's going to be just as fine as this one. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. So today for the big five zero, I wanted to do something really fun, and it's not very poignant, but just real fun. And I want to talk about my deep love, appreciation, and the time that I actually got to meet the Bare Naked Ladies. Nice. And for those of you who are saying, well, I'm not going to listen to a porn podcast, just, <laughs> just know that if you haven't heard, the Bare Naked Ladies are a, they're an awesome Canadian band. Yes. And and if you've never heard of them, I say you actually have. You just don't know you have. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and more importantly on that, if you watch the TV show, The Big Bang Theory, B&L, they do the, the theme song. Did you know that? I, I didn't until actually I went and saw them about a month ago. I was not aware of that because I never have even watched that show. But they played that song at the concert. And I was like, oh, I never knew they uh, did a, a song for a TV show. That's cool. So... If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably heard a Bare Naked Lady song. Definitely. So let me start with how I got into them and uh, how I met them, because I did get to meet them very briefly once. And it's just a crazy little story, as all of these are, right? Yeah, definitely. In 1998, their album Stunt came out, which is one of my favorite albums. My favorite song on the album is Some Fantastic, Mm. but the... But the biggest song on the album is One Week, which is a song that you probably know if you've heard of Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I got tickets to their concert. They're going to play in Los Angeles. And right before the, the woman whom I thought I was going to marry dumped me. Oh, man. <laughs> and dumped me really, really, really harsh. Really how, harsh. How, long, we how were, long were you guys going out? About 18 months. No kidding. Okay. And we were... Um, living together, and one day my buddy Larry, who's an awesome guy, he's the same Larry that I went to New York City with. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say, I think we've heard that name before. Yeah, yeah, so my buddy Larry calls me and says, I took the day off of work, let's hang out, and I'm like, okay, because I worked myself so I could do it, and him and I hung out, we went out to a baseball game, or we, we went out to lunch, we did something really fun, and while we were out, Larry goes, hey man, the real reason that I took you out today is Pamela just left you. What? Yeah, I'm dude, serious, man. Dude, I'm, not, is, I'm not even making this up. That is and harsh, go, man. Oh, my goodness. It's unreal. <laughs> but, now, did Larry know her prior to you guys dating? 
No, he only knew her through me, and he only met her like once, which is kind of weird that she contacted him. Yeah, I, I guess maybe she knew he'd be the only guy you'd kind of like drop whatever and be like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. You know? Oh, man, that 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 is harsh. Oh man, <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. Now I don't like talking bad about people, so I will say this: I wish that Pamela has had an excellent life since. I I hope she's super happy, and I can only say good things about people that I've uh, dated and been with because you know she's a good person. Yeah. Unfortunately, didn't work out with us. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I had tickets to Bare Naked Ladies. I obviously was going to take her. Yeah. And then plans changed. So I wound up taking this good friend of mine, Aaron, who have worked. Actually, what's interesting is Aaron worked with me on the Limping on Cloud Nine documentary that we were making years ago. Aaron was my assistant when uh, we filmed Academy Award winner Olympia Dukakis. Oh, man, that's that's another episode right there. Yeah, totally. You know, you know who Olympia played? I swear it's true, and I have the footage to prove it. Olympia played my girlfriend, who dumped me because I was too old for her. <laughs> awesome. And just, and just to clarify, I never dated Aaron. Aaron's just a dear friend of mine, and yeah. she still is. Yeah. Right? So anyway, Aaron's birthday was the day after the B&L concert. Oh, okay. So I'm like, hey, Aaron, I got dumped. You want to go to Bare Naked Ladies for your birthday? <laughs> right? And man, when we went, it's just like, it's almost like the first time I heard the Beatles. Mm. I hear I hear B&L and I'm like, oh my God, these guys are brilliant. These guys are brilliant. Right? Yeah. And you just went to their to their concert for the first time a month ago, right? Yeah. No, I like, you know, my, my wife and I, we used to listen to this one radio station, which I can't recall what it was right now off the top of my head, but... When we were dating, we, we started dating in 98, and so th- they were huge on the radio. And so, you know, you'd always hear those songs on the radio and on this station. And so they, just, you know, hearing those songs reminds us back of when we first started dating. And when I'd hear those songs on the radio, I'm like, these, these guys, are, they're kind of like, you know, it just seemed like they're, I, I just didn't think they were like that good musicians or, you know, I, I was like, these guys won't be around for long. But this one day, some, for some reason, someone had like a live recording of them. And I said, oh, my goodness. I said, these guys are really good musicians. And oh, like, they're incredible musicians. Yeah. They're, I, I, they're, they're really talented. They are. And, I, and then, then I looked at their music in, in a new light, and I was like, you know what? These guys are actually brilliant, like you were saying. They're, they're amazing. And, and I was like, I, w- I wouldn't mind ever seeing them if I got the opportunity. Cause they, they just were doing amazing stuff live. Like, you, you yeah. just, you just, they just shined, and you saw really how talented they, they really were. Hey, man, if a blind man can say how amazing they are in concert, right? Exactly. <laughs> then they've got to be amazing. They're really, really, really good. So here's where my Bare Naked Lady story goes. Uh, another part of my life that we haven't discussed yet that we are certainly going to discuss is that I have been to the Canadian Yukon 11 times, mm, right? Mm. And one of my favorite cities on the planet is Dawson City, Yukon. And the Bare Naked Ladies played the Dawson City Music Festival in 1992, that's, far before I started to go there. Yeah, that's right? cool. But they were legends there because at Dawson City, when I've been to the music festival eight times, and when you go there, a lot of the bands stay in the extra bedrooms and homes of the people that live in Dawson City. Yeah. So it's a really cool homegrown feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
So I knew the the woman who housed bare naked ladies in the early nineties. <laughs> cool. She's like, they stayed at my house. That's cool. Right. <laughs> now let's progress from ninety eight to the early two thousands, two thousand three, maybe two thousand four, in that in that area. Yeah. I'm by now a huge huge fan. I've seen them in L.A. many 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 times. And then I started dating this other woman by the name of Shahina, right? Yeah. Who, who wound up being becoming my wife and is my wife. Shahina lived in Arizona, and I used to spend uh, at least 10 days a month, sometimes two weeks a month in Arizona with her, mm. right? Mm. And one day she calls me and she goes, hey, you know that band you like a lot, the, the Bare Naked Ladies? They're playing a free concert in Phoenix. And I'm like, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> and I'm like, can you get out of work? Because she's training to be a doctor. Yeah. And I said, can you, can you get that day off? And she goes, I'll try, right? So I get in my car. I drive the six and a half, seven hours across the California desert all the way to Phoenix, blasting B&L songs the entire <laughs> way, right? Yeah. Because who doesn't want to see one of your favorite bands for free? Exactly. Right? No, exactly. That's worth a seven-hour drive. Definitely. So. So I get there, and Shahina's just starting to get into their music. I'm a nut. I know every album, every song, even the ones that weren't hits. I just love them, right? Yeah. As we're going to the concert, I'm like, man, I've got an idea. So I called my dear friend Chris Olson, who is a film producer, a director, and he's also an unbelievable attorney, right? Yeah. I called Chris, and I go, hey, man, I want to meet Bare Naked Ladies. And he kind of laughed and he goes, let me see what I can do, right? Because Chris <laughs> is like that. He likes challenges. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I didn't tell Shahina what we were doing because the chance of it actually happening was like less than 1%. Yeah, yeah. But then we're at the concert because it was an, uh, a festival. It wasn't just them. It was like five or six bands, but yeah. they were the, the headliner. Right. And so during the concert, I get this call from Chris and he's like, there's one person backstage you know, one of the managers by the name of blah, blah, blah. And she is allowing you to go backstage. If you can find her, she's going to introduce you to B&L, right? So <laughs> I, went I went nuts. I'm like, oh, my God. So then Shahina, I told Shahina, and she's like, it sounds a little sketchy. I'm like, Shahina, all we have to do is go to security and say, hey, I need to meet with this person. And she goes, ah, I don't want to get kicked out. It sounds sketchy. You go without me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to go without you. Come on. And she's like, okay, you go and check it out. And then, you know, if she can't get anything, then Just come get, back. Right. And if you can, come get me. Yeah, right? yeah. So I go to the backstage area. Security doesn't want to let me in. And I tell them, I'm like, this is the person I'm looking for. My attorney just contacted them. And it took like 10 minutes, and finally this lady comes over, and she goes, hey, you're Hamad. And she actually said my name right, actually. I remember that. <laughs> she, she's like, you're Hamad. Come on in. And, man, I wanted to go in so bad. But I'm like, you know, can I bring my girlfriend? And she just gave me this look, and she goes, yes, but I'm not going to stand here forever. And, oh, my God, Johnson, I turned around and just bolted, right? <laughs> Like like my pant like my pants were on fire. I was running as fast as I can because there weren't seats. It was a big field, yeah, so I had just, to yeah, find her. Right, right, right. Everyone's just standing area, like right, yeah. exactly. And I grabbed her, and I'm like, "Come on, come on, come on!" And she goes, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" I'm like, "We're in, we're in." So we go back 
they let us in. And I wish I could tell you that we hung out with B&L and we, like, de- dined with them and hung out with them. That's not the case. Yeah, yeah. But all of them came out. I knew I had to say something creative and interesting to be remembered, right? Right. So I'm like, hey, we have a friend in common. They're like, widow? And I go, yeah, you know, Karen up in, in Dawson City, Yukon. You stayed at her house. And all of their faces are like, oh, my God, we remember that town. That town is awesome. Right? Yeah. So we, we had this, like, 30 or 40 second exchange. And then they took a picture with us. That's right. Cool. With me with me and Shahina. And I don't really believe in signatures because I'm not starstruck. I just like meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want any signatures, but I'm like, hey, great meeting you. Love your music. Absolutely love your music. And then here's what's interesting there. As we're leaving, they, they, one of them, I forget who, but one of them made a joke. They're like, where are you sitting? Right. Which was a joke because there are no seats. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just a big field. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And he goes, no, no, no. You, you wait here. I'll be back. And then two seconds later, one of the other managers comes out and they go, we have a seat for you. And here's what they did. When you play a free concert, there's always a barrier from the people to the stage. Right. Yeah. They gave us two seats and they allowed me and Shahina to sit in front of the barrier. Dude, so we that. were actually like <laughs> in front of the front row. It right. Was awesome. <laughs> it, it was so, 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 so good. So that was amazing. It also bolstered my relationship with Shahina because she's like, wow, this guy did get us backstage. Right, right? yeah, yeah. This dude, this dude gets stuff done. This dude gets, he makes stuff happen. <laughs> yeah, <right>? exactly. <laughs> and then years later, I was at the South by Southwest Film Festival, which is in Austin, Texas, yeah. which is an amazing, amazing film festival. And one of my colleagues, we were at a cocktail party, and, well, not really a cocktail party, a party at a bar. Yeah. And so I was having my Dr. Pepper, and he was having his, his you know, his handcrafted beer, right? And he walks over to me and goes, don't you like bare naked ladies? And I'm like, man, I love them. Are you kidding me? And he's like, Kevin Hearn is doing, like, a private, not private, but a, a little set on the keyboard right over there, like 10 feet away from us. So I went over there listened to Kevin, and at the end of it, walked up to him and said, hey, man, met you guys in Phoenix a few years ago, been to Dawson City, always loved your music, just want to say hi. You know what he did? No. He's like, hey, hey, man, let's keep in touch. And he gave me his email address. (laughs) Man. (laughs) So, again, I I wish I could tell you that me and Kevin Hearn are the best of buddies and that I hang out with him all the time. That's not the case. But... I meet, I email him every now and then, and he always gets back to me every single time. Man, that's so funny. I, I've always had this amazing love for this band, and I don't even know why this is what I chose to talk about today, outside of the fact that I've been stressing about what we're going to talk about on our 50th episode. And then it dawned on me a couple days ago that, A, nobody cares that we hit 50. Only I do. <laughs> right? And B... I love B&L, and you just went to their concert, so it yeah. felt like a perfect fit. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they put on a, a great, great show. I mean, one thing that they did that was awesome, I was like, it was so cool that they did it. It might have been sort of the highlight of the show. Uh, you know, well, well, first of all, you know, kudos to, you know, Haman feeling me in about accessible tickets, because I, I called the place and asked them, hey, do, do you guys sell accessible tickets? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, oh, well, how, how does that work? You know, how much are they and stuff? She's like, all right, well, our accessible tickets are, are the first row, so that, that's okay, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Nato, is it okay to be in the front row? Is that okay with you? <laughs> She's like, uh, so our accessible tickets are the first row, and we also just charge your general admission. I was like, I'll take two, please. <laughs> so, so we went, you know, first row, general admission, and uh, so we went, and and during it was it was Father's Day actually the, the when the show was and oh you so, went June eighteenth yeah huh? yeah yeah that was when the show was so it was on Father's Day and this guy in the crowd had like a huge sign and it said I want to sing Brian Wilson with you and he kept holding it up I guess throughout the show about halfway through their set or so um, the the singer was just like hey man I see your sign I saw your sign come on down here and I was like what like you know it's like come on down here you'll sing brian wilson with us i'm like dude this is gonna be cool and so he gets on stage and he's like and the guy's name was dave and he was just like all right dave i can give you the power to come up on the stage and sing with us but I, i cannot give you the power to actually sing i hope you brought your chops with you and i was like Oh man, he's seriously gonna let this guy sing. Like, you know, I'd imagine this guy Dave was like losing his mind right now. And so they played Brian Wilson, and let me tell you, he did an amazing job at singing it. Like, they didn't jump in at all and help him out. They only came in like on the chorus to sing it with him. He sang the entire song. It was amazing. The whole place erupted and blew up. They're chanting like Dave, Dave, Dave. It, it, It was amazing to see them do that. I was like, that is so cool that they just on the fly just took a chance, told this random guy to come in out of the crowd and sing. Like, it was so cool that they did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen them many, many, many times. I think at least 15 times, maybe close to 20. And I got to tell you, man, their shows are so lively and amazingly fun. I mean, you never forget attending a Bare Naked Lady show. Yeah, I mean, they were so interactive with, like, the crowd. and They were kind of, like, making some songs up on the fly and, like, talking about some of their trip and stuff. Like, they just really worked a whole lot into the show. Like, it it was really well done. Like, you know, (laughs) know, I've I've seen so many concerts, like, throughout my years. Like, you know, I I used to be so into music. Bare Naked Ladies is definitely, you know top four, top three shows I've ever seen. It was, it was it's, amazing. It, it, it's funny you say that because when people, I've seen a lot of shows too, and when people say, what are, you, what are the greatest shows you've ever seen in your life? It's, it's kind of funny. I say the Nebworth Festival, right, which yeah. was incredible. Yeah. The Who performing the Rock Opera Tommy. The, the Rolling Stones in 89. Paul McCartney in, like, 90. Yeah. Paul Simon at the House of Blues. And any Bare Naked Lady show. Yeah. And, and they're like, really? And I go, oh, you guys, if you haven't heard them, you're, you're missing out. They're quite amazing. So that's what I wanted to share today for number 5-0, my friend. Nice, nice. Very good. Uh, yeah, so uh, you have anything else you wanted to add about BNL or? Just that they're really, really, really amazing, and I hope someday to actually work with them, whether it's licensing their music for a movie that I'm doing, or I just want to work with them, man. I, I, I mean, meeting them, I already met them, but I think that they're – Probably really good men, really good guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, another, another thing I noticed too is uh, Kevin actually he would switch back and forth from playing piano to guitar because I would notice some songs would have two guitars playing with no piano, but then when there was a piano playing, there's only one guitar. So I leaned over to my wife and I was like, "Hey, is there one guy like switching back and forth <laughs> between piano and keyboard?" She's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, okay, that must be that guy, you know, Kevin." Um, and you know what's funny about about that is two quick things. First of all. Kevin left the band a while ago because he had cancer. Oh, no kidding. 
Yeah, yeah. And and he came back really, really strong. Right. So I love that about him. I, I love the fact that he chased his dream, became a huge, you know, element of an awesome band, had to go away because of medical issues and then came back tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And and since we're talking about Mr. Hearn, let me just say his solo album, Cloud Maintenance, is an incredible album. I mean, it's just one of those funky, off-the-wall, awesome, awesome albums. That's cool. And you, you can date you can date me because I'm calling it an album and not a disc, <laughs> but it is... You know what? You know, it is people quite, in the, It is awesome. People in the industry still call it an album, regardless if it's on vinyl or not, so... Yeah, that's totally true. So listen to Bare Naked Ladies, check out Kevin Hearn's Cloud Maintenance, and tell all your friends about this quirky, crazy little podcast called Limping on Cloud Nine. Yeah, so if you want to find us, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, any other podcast app on Android, you should be able to download us and subscribe that way. Uh, if you can follow us on Twitter, you can like us on Facebook, we're everywhere and anywhere possible. So thank you to everyone that's been listening and downloading. The numbers continue to grow, which is uh, encouraging. So thank you, everyone. Don't forget to share. Uh, and we'll uh, actually, uh, I'll, I'll announce this uh, without uh, us talking about it. We're also, Ahmad's also implemented a 59 seconds of Cloud9, where you'll get one minute sound bites from, some will be from previous episodes, but it sounds like we might be actually recording specific one minute sound bites on 59 seconds of Cloud9. Is that right, Ahmad? Absolutely. And you know what? Basically, if you can't stand to hear my voice for 20 <laughs> minutes, maybe you can stand it for 59 seconds. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So keep a lookout for that. And don't forget to check out toysaccessible.com. Again, it's a website for uh, you know children with various types of disabilities that need toys. These toys are built specifically with their needs in mind, whether it's learning disabilities, autism, you know, deaf, blind, low motor skills, all those things. Uh, check out toysaccessible.com. Absolutely. If you want to reach us, info at limpingoncloud9.com, I-N-F-O at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we'll talk to you next episode. See ya.